There's a whole world of success waiting for you, success in any area that matters to you. Whatever you desire to create for yourself, the universe says yes. And if you're tuning into this show, you're likely ready to drop the outdated model of struggle and sacrifice. This is the time to attract your success. And I want to reveal a methodology of attraction different from anything you've seen before in a free masterclass, The Energetics of success. This 90-minute class can change everything for you. Register for free at andrewdonovan.com forward slash success or click the link in the podcast show notes. So in quantum physics, we understand that all things exist simultaneously, meaning there are multiple emergences from collective consciousness. You might call them multiple dimensions, multiple realities. And so this blob of energy that's you, not just the cells of your physical body, but the energy that makes you up, the, the let's call it, you know, the soul, the spirit, the energetic stuff that, that your non-physical self is made of right now. Well, that's like that energy is existing on multiple planes. So there's bits of you and me and there's bits of you and your mom in her previous lives. And, and it's kind of all over the place which really frustrates the ego because the ego really wants you to be unique and wants you to be you. This is the moment where all your power is. It's the springboard into everything that's possible for you. What can you create when you live your soul truth and flow with the well-being of the universe? Let's get loud about it. I'm Andrew Donovan, international success coach, top 50 podcaster, rebel to limits and norms, and unapologetic conscious creator of love, prosperity, and fun. I'm here to spotlight how you can live your whole truth as you create your masterpiece life, to call you out on your bullshit when you start arguing for your limitations, and to remind you that no matter what you desire, the universe says yes. Today, the topic is a little bit more on the woo-woo side, maybe more than you're used to on this show, and I think it's an interesting topic to talk about. Past lives is a subject that's becoming more and more popular. There are more healers, more modalities, more practices to help people address their past lives, to help people adjust their karmic cycles. And so this episode is for anybody who's interested in the topic of past lives, and especially for people who have worried that their past lives, their their transgressions in their past lives, their successes, their failures, their traumas, people who are, it's for people who are worried that their past lives are slowing you down, affecting you, holding you back, or that maybe you have agreements or lessons from past lives that you didn't meet or haven't learned that you're now being compelled to continue learning. And so I am really looking forward to debunking first and foremost, some significant flawed premises around past lives. And so before I dive into uh, debunking flawed premises, let's just define a past life in case this is a new subject material for you. A past life is what it sounds like. It's a previous life in a physical body that you personally lived before you were alive in your current life. So maybe you were born in, I don't know, 1993, 1963, whatever, and that's when your life on this earth this ter- this time around began. Um, so a past life would be when you were alive 100 years ago or when you were alive 2,000 years ago. And so there is so much that we could dive into here. But 
before I'm not I'm not going to go into a lot of deep stuff. If you need to Google and watch YouTube videos about past lives, be my guest. What I will tell you is crucial to understand about past lives is this. So when I started learning about past lives, I was probably in my early 20s, maybe my late teens, the term started being thrown around in different healing circles that my mother ran in as she was learning a very a, a, a number of healing arts. And I remember thinking, first of all, this is super weird because I grew up uber Christian where there are no past lives, right? Before, before mortality, you're a spirit living in heaven with God and then you get sent to earth and you get a body and then you know you're supposed to go back to live with God after you die right well all of a sudden we're learning about this idea that you've lived before and a past life isn't the exact same thing as um reincarnation reincarnation can mean that you come back as a cat or a tree not not just a person but a past life is specifically referring to most people to their previous lives as human beings. And so what you want what you need to understand before you dive into the realm of past lives is the idea of collective consciousness. So I remember when I first started learning about past lives, the thing that felt most off to me was the idea that this blob of Andrew that is me right now, not not just the blob of of cells that make up my physical body, but the blob of energy that you know is accumulated and amassed within my physical body and the the energetic field around my body, uh, the idea that that identity of Andrew is so important that after I die it will continue to be me. I remember thinking that's really arrogant because. When I define myself, my ego defines myself as the things that I have, the actions I do, the things that people and the world think about me. Um, my ego defines myself as separate from other people, separate from God, from source, from the universe. The, the ego has a really interesting and very limited scope of identity. And I remember thinking the very concept of past lives for most people is rooted in ego identity. So I see myself as this identity of Andrew, the way that my conscious mind can identify myself, see the individuality in myself, and I think, oh, this is so important that when I die, I must remain Andrew. And a lot of people would hear this and they think, well, yeah, I mean, you don't think that your soul is you? And and I would say, well, I think that my soul is much more than what my conscious mind can comprehend. And so in any way that my conscious mind sees me as an individual, I promise you my soul is so much broader than that. So let's talk about collective consciousness. Picture an ocean. And let's call this ocean the ocean of consciousness. This ocean is unlimited. It's vast. It's all-encompassing. And it's everything. So we call it collective consciousness because it's all consciousness. And you might call this the wise mind of the universe or the mind of God. You might call it the consciousness of everything, of everyone, everything that ever has been, that ever will be, all thought pooled into one pool. Well, get a bucket and take a scoop out of that ocean. That scoop is you. And there's another scoop. That's me. So I'm still consciousness. I'm still the. I'm still an expression. I mean, uh, some people use the word extension. I'm still a scoop out of the wisdom of all the universe, of all consciousness. 
And that scoop is absolutely unique. It's absolutely individual. And it is definitely me because, well, here I am, right? And there you are. So we are our unique selves. But you're also not unique because one of the most unique things about you is how ununique you are, that you are a scoop out of all consciousness. And so let's say that you die and that bucket gets dumped back into the ocean. Well, where are you? You're in the ocean. So, you know, from a scientific level, we might say, well, yeah, there's those water molecules that were the ocean and then we scooped them up in a bucket. That was you. And now it's back in the ocean. So those water molecules are now swimming around in the ocean as a whole. And so when another life form is to be emerged from the collective consciousness, does the soul is it all you? Is it those exact same bits of energy, those exact same molecules of soul, of consciousness? Um, maybe, maybe not. Maybe it's some of it, but here's another trippy thought. So in quantum physics, we understand that all things exist simultaneously, meaning there are multiple emergences from collective consciousness. You might call them multiple dimensions, multiple realities. And so... This blob of energy that's you, not just the cells of your physical body, but the energy that makes you up, the, the let's call it, you know, the soul, the spirit, the energetic stuff that, that your non-physical self is made of right now. Well, that's like that energy is existing on multiple planes. So there's bits of you and me and there's bits of you and your mom in her previous lives. And, and it's kind of all over the place which really frustrates the ego because the ego really wants you to be unique and wants you to be you. And the ego mind hates this kind of talk. <laughs> but uh, it's also very liberating when you stop needing to protect your identity so much because you realize there's nothing to protect because you're beyond words and you're beyond form and you're beyond time in reality, in the broad spectrum of things, right? So when you look at your existence from the perspective of collective consciousness, where does that leave your past lives? So, you know, let's say that some energy healer looks at you and says, oh, you've got a wound from a past life. It was 400 years ago, and you were a servant girl uh, on some, I don't know, plantation or some for some wealthy family, and you were mistreated. Well, that, that girl that they're talking about, that was a scoop from the ocean of collective consciousness, right? There's a bucket that got scooped out of that, and that was that girl that this practitioner in today might be might be picking up on energetically. And uh, is that you? Well, potentially, yes. There's definitely going to be a reflection of you in that person, and that's why a practitioner would be making a correlation between you and someone who existed 400 years ago. But it's not just you. It's not all you. Does that make sense? Because when that girl died, she immediately emerged into non-physical, into the ocean of collective consciousness. And when the blob of energy that's you was formed, it wasn't formed from the exact same energy of that girl 400 years ago. So there's a little bit of a flaw in most people's perception of a past life, because you think it was just this exact version of you, but in a previous form. And that's not that's that's in some ways true, and it's also in many ways not entirely true. Does that make sense to you? So why would this matter? Well, people today have a lot of concern 
about how their past lives are affecting them now. People have inexplicable pain in their bodies. People have recurring triggers, recurring problems in their external life. They keep manifesting the same kind of abusive boyfriend or girlfriend, or they keep manifesting the loss of money. And so then they say, you know, it must be a past life. And maybe there's a lesson I didn't learn in my past life. And maybe there is some karmic energy that's still playing out that I, you know, I'm going to have to suffer through. Well, there's all kinds of flaws in this. First, the idea that you didn't learn something in a past life, let's debunk that one, because we've already established the fact that all the past lives that you lived, they were so many versions of so many combinations of energies, of of soul, of consciousness, not just what you are right now. And so, I don't know, that's a really messy rabbit hole to dive down, because technically, you're not just living right now, you're also living infinite lives simultaneously. (laughs) Present, past, future, different forms, different identities, different people, different dimensions, right? So that's a really messy way of going about things. That would, you know, that's that's like saying the children are now paying for the sins of their ancestors, which can't be true. Because we'll talk about this more, but law of attraction is only responding to your vibe right now. Law of attraction doesn't respond to your vibe from 10 years ago or from 10 lifetimes ago. And the only time you're being what you're being is right here, right now. So your parallel universe self from 14 dimensions away, that person is not attracting stuff into your personal reality here on this plane because that's not how law of attraction works. Law of attraction brings things together that are of a similar vibe. What's the vibe that you're being right now? what you're being right here in this moment right now. So could you have brought with you a bunch of old vibes that you continue repeating? Oh, yeah. And could you call that a lesson you need to learn or something you need to move through? I suppose we could call it that. But that's not the same as some people's flawed perceptions of you having messed up in a past life and now you're here and you've got to atone for your transgressions or you've got to learn the lesson you never learned. The other flaw in this idea of learning lessons is that you know there's no lessons to learn, right? You did not come to this life with an assignment from divinity saying, you really need to learn to not be a big fat ego, or you really need to learn to not be so damn selfish. You need to learn how to not be so vain and addicted to your appearance that you didn't come to this life with a a set of lessons to learn. And this is where a lot of spiritual seekers struggle with religion, because in religion, many religions, there is a preset a list of lessons that everyone is supposed to learn. And in a in a more widespread spiritual paradigm, you probably you probably don't believe that's true. Are you here to expand? Yes. Are you here to discover your path? Yes. Are you here to be on the forefront of creation, be on the leading edge, unfolding into things that haven't been before? Yes, yes and yes. Is that the same as learning lessons that you are supposed to learn? Well, supposed to by whose standard? By yours because you're choosing it or by a third-party arbitrator because, you know, the third-party arbitrator of God assigned you those lessons to learn. Just something to think about, you know, where what resonates with you. 
So where does this leave you in terms of how your, your past lives do or don't affect you? Well, I mentioned just a moment ago that law of attraction only responds to your current active vibe, right? I mean, that's all it could respond to because that's the only vibe that exists right now. Like all thought exists simultaneously, but law of attraction is matching you up with vibes that you are currently radiating. And so if you had a trauma when you were three years old and you keep retelling the story of that trauma, you might not talk about the trauma specifically, but you keep telling the ideas about that trauma. You keep talking about things that match the essence of that trauma. Well, yeah, law of attraction is responding to that. And it's you're going to keep living out different iterations of that trauma until you stop being that vibe right here, right now. So your, your power is not in the past, and it's definitely not in your four lives ago version of you. Your only power is right now, and in you deciding what energy, what vibe you are going to be right here, right now. So sometimes you might go to an energy healer, and they say, ooh, there's something from four, four lives ago. And the way that I look at that information is I say, okay... So I'm talking to someone who is very intuitive. They can see things beyond physical sight. That's why I'm here, right? And some time ago, it sounds like there was a person whose energy I am now emulating right now. And and it's not because, oh, there's a problem in the past that we have to resolve in order for me to be happy now. It's that whatever I am deciding to be currently, the thoughts I'm thinking, the beliefs I'm believing, the ways that I'm showing up, the being, the state of being that I'm deciding to be right now, it's attracting to this moment, to this situation, a resonance with whoever existed four lives ago. And there's a correlation and there's a lesson that we might be able to draw from this awareness. And so do you see how there's just a little bit of difference in nuance here? It's not quite the same as, oh, you really messed up four lives ago and you've got to learn this lesson. It's I'm deciding to be something right now that doesn't quite align with where I'm going. It doesn't match the calling that I am feeling at a soul self level. It doesn't match how I want to be right now. So I've gone to this energy healer and they picked up the resonance with what I'm being now in tandem with you know the, re- the, the vibe that this person four lives ago was being. And then we get to say, ooh, what can we learn here? And more importantly, what new decisions can I make? What can I shift right here, right now within me? And so you might call it resolving a past life. You might call it breaking chains, cutting cords. You might call it closing portals. But understand that nothing from the past life is actively coming after you and haunting you. And there's definitely no third-party arbitrator that's holding you hostage right now because you didn't do something in a past life. That's not how it works. You're only creating your life, your existence, your experience by what you decide to be right now. You might not be deciding all of it on purpose, but you're deciding it. And so don't give unnecessary power or undue credit to things that don't actively have control over you because past lives are not one of those things. The only thing that has control over you is your own decisions, potentially some habits that you've made, but you also decided those habits, right? You may not have decided them on purpose, but hey, here you are being a conscious creator right here, right now. So congratulations. What decisions will you make in this life, in this moment, and on your path going forward? 
Thanks for tuning in. If you found something valuable in this episode, or if you're loving the show in general, it goes a long way when you leave a rating and review. If you'd scroll down and drop five stars and just jot down something that you liked in this episode or what you're loving about the show in general, it helps us get this content into the hands of more soulful creators like you. So many thanks for leaving your rating and review and for sharing episodes you like with the people who matter to you. Thanks for tuning in. If you found something valuable in this episode or if you're loving the show in general, it goes a long way when you leave a rating and review. If you'd scroll down and drop five stars and just jot down something you liked in this episode or what you're loving about the show itself, it helps us get this content into the hands of more soulful creators like you. And if your impulse is telling you that it's time to move forward in your ability to consciously create a life that lights you up, a life you can truly lean into and love, then I want to invite you to register for the Conscious Creation 3-Day Workshop. This workshop will shift your energetic trajectory and clean up your point of attraction in unique and powerful ways. There are also bonus modules to help you focus your energy in areas like love, money and career, time and health. Register for this transformative experience at andrewdonovan.com forward slash conscious creation or go to the link in the show notes.